All right, Jaden's the boss. She says, let's do it. <laughs> so let's do it. I think, um, I think this is the first time we've ever had three guests on the same show. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because we usually have, it's either me and Try or me and Savvy, mm -hmm. and then two guests, or the very rare Try and Sav special, mm -hmm. and then two guests. I think this is the first trifecta we've ever had. Yeah. No, we're glad it's us. Yeah. <laughs> we're excited. And so if you guys, if you don't recognize the ladies, if you're on YouTube or hear their voices, we got Lexi Denenberg in the green, Devin Newberry there in the black, and Jaden Whitmarsh. What was that like a uh, like a cream? I would say it's a cream. Yeah, a cream uh, or a little tan, whatever you want to say. Tan, got it. <laughs> yeah. UCLA's big three. Thanks for all three of you coming on <laughs> of and making the trip. Of course. Thanks for having Happy us. Happy to be here. Mm -hmm. Happy to have you back. And are you guys? Did practice start yet for college? Okay. Mm-hmm. How's the preseason coming? Good. We yeah. um, had our first practice back on Monday, so this was our first full week of training, um, and I think it was great. Energy was high, and we were all really excited to be back with our team and just count down the days till season starts. Yeah, and it's been a wild off season at mm -hmm. UCLA with Steino going to Texas, and mm -hmm. now Jenny, who, I mean, she's been with the program forever mm -hmm. i don't remember ucla without a jenny and then you got jose coming back and then kelly reeves back in how's the transition been honestly jenny's been doing a great job like she is just amazing and they all just make the perfect triangle like they all just balance each other out perfectly like the energy that jose and kelly bring and is just so refreshing um but yeah, they've it's been such a fun like preseason and even now getting into season, it's just been Jenny's been doing a great job. She's she's seriously amazing. So Yeah. And I know obviously like Jenny and Stein worked together a lot, but how they would run a practice will probably differ a little bit. And it's a small sample size, but how's it what are the differences between how a practice looks with Jenny and Jose and Kelly versus Stein and then Jenny and I mean you guys have had a bunch of different third assistants. Yeah, I think that the nice thing about having Jose and Kelly is they bring such like a different like style to mm -hmm. the game. So you have Kelly who comes up with like the craziest warm up drills and like the <laughs> most like and we practiced with Kelly a couple times over summer. And so like we had seen that and like mm -hmm. to bring that into the game has just been really like fun and it's a new mental piece. And then Jose is like the blocking coach out there. So for like us blockers, it's been like huge because like i remember three two years ago when we had jose and like our blocking that year was like better than it's ever been and then he went away and it like kind of it, it didn't dip but it stayed the same mm. and now we have him back and it's like seeing the blocking drills that he's producing is just something that like our program hasn't seen in a while yeah what mm. makes him such an exceptional blocking coach i think it's just like he knows it and like he was a blocker as well so he knows exactly how it works and he also talks about the pros all the time and like the work he does over the summer with like the pros and like all these different styles of play and he's coming from a country that like completely different style mm -hmm. so like he's able to incorporate like big takeaways that you wouldn't notice otherwise like these small little details whether it's your footwork whether it's your hands to the net or not like those are things that like i haven't ever heard in my life and a lot of the coaching staff like that i've worked with before or people that i hear from it's like just get your hands over the net and stuff like that so it's been like refreshing hearing from a completely different perspective on how to work through i it. think too he just like he has a way of like making you get it like no mm -hmm. matter who yeah. he's talking to it's like 
you have these like aha moments and you're like oh my gosh and he he makes you think that like you're like you are doing it but then he just has a way of like making you understand it and like putting it in a way of words that you just like get and then you can put it into like your training right away when you're doing block mm-hmm. blocking drills mm-hmm. and his energy is second to none <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god i was gonna <laughs> say like day. during practice he shows up every day like ready to go like energy like he brings it every single day which is yep. just so refreshing um as players especially when you're not feeling it that day um jose and kelly do a really good job mm-hmm. at showing up and um bringing their best which makes us want to be our best too so yeah and what a balance i mean the just the difference in energy and, and sort of emotional strengths that jenny jose and kelly bring to the table because kelly's going to bring this like super rad Gucci vibe to the squad. And then you got Jose who's like, just go F and get the ball. And then I don't have a ton of experience with Jenny, but she seems a little bit more just like cool and neutral and calm and collected. Mm-hmm. Like what a balance you guys have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. And then on top of that, you have you three as the playing leaders of the team. Like what an incredible lineup of seniors. <laughs> when I saw the rosters, like, no way. <laughs> all, especially because you made an AVP final or semifinal this year. Final semifinal? Semi. Semi in Hermosa. And you guys made a good run in Hermosa all the way to seventh. And you guys were on court five. <laughs> so you sandbaggers. <laughs> that was not our choice, Travis. <laughs> but how cool is it? Because, Deb, I mean, I remember when we went to um, La Paz. And that doesn't seem like that long ago when you were still in high school. And now you're like a veteran leader of the team. I know. It's it's really weird. Like, I talk about it all the time. But, like, the difference between last year and this year is wild. Like, I feel so much older. And, like, last year I didn't feel ready to leave at all. Like, I felt like I still had so much work to do. And, like, I still have so much work to do. But, like, it's now, like, a happy and sad thing. Like, as I'm experiencing, like, my first lasts of things or Mm -hmm. my last first of things, like it's not so much of a sadness. I'm just like happy to be there, but I'm also like ready to move on next year. Mm-hmm. So time to get after it one more year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how about you guys? I mean, you both found, I feel like Dev, you, you guys came in together, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With Riley. Riley. Yeah. You guys were like kind of the big three and that doesn't seem like that long ago. I know. And how's it feel for both of you guys to be sort of finishing up uh, your last campaigns as Bruins? Well, I, this year, I'm a sixth year, so I am um, definitely feeling old. Devin said she's feeling old. So you know how I feel. <laughs> no, um, I am just grateful that I had the opportunity to come back um, and use my last year of eligibility, um, especially going out with, like, them three. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're, like, my closest friends, and so it feels, like, really good to be able to spend our last year together and um, just make the most out of it, so... Yeah. yeah. And uh, like, what kind of role do you play? Because obviously the coaching staff, they have the role. But I think in college sports, especially the veteran player leaders is probably the most underrated skill. And I don't know if you guys have read the captain class by mm-hmm. Sam Walker. I've had your coaches recommend it. But it's basically they looked into the most successful dynasties of all time. And what they found was that the common denominator wasn't a star player or a great coach. It was actually a captain on the team. Mm-hmm who provided the leadership to the players. And I think that you three are in such a valuable position because that's is in college, especially when a freshman's coming in, it's a whole new world in college. Is that a responsibility that you guys like look forward to taking? 
Yeah, I mean, I I love doing. I feel like we talk about that a lot too. Like, there are so many people. Like, every person on our team is a leader, but just in a different way, and everyone brings something different to the table. Um, but it is just crazy to think about how far we've come because we were once in that position, um, just as freshmen, and now it's like, obviously, we're the oldest ones on the team, and you know, we're trying to lead them in the best way possible. But I think also too, like, we're trying to put the team into positions where we have the younger kids like step up so that we're not just the ones saying things all the time and we're not Mm -hmm. the ones like doing things because we want to leave it like when we're gone we want to leave them in the best possible situation to know how to handle things themselves so I kind of feel like like we're fifth and sixth years like we're not technically like supposed to be here anymore Mm -hmm. um and obviously like that makes us older than normal seniors would be but I kind of feel us in a role of like trying to just prepare them to be better leaders for the team as they get new freshmen coming in too. Mm -hmm. When does the season actually start? Is it late February? Yeah. Okay. February. What's the, I mean, it's such a sprint. What do the next couple weeks look like? Cause you only have what about a six week, four week preseason. How do you guys like, you don't want to peak and like no one's won an NCAA championship in February. Mm Mm-hmm. So what does it look like, that sort of ramp-up process? Want to take it? Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like we get back in January and, like, nothing's decided. No pairs Mm -hmm. are decided, no placements decided. And so you're still, like, at least, like, this week and probably the next maybe week or two, we'll kind of, like, ramp up our skills even more. And that's kind of what we, like, did the entire preseason and fall. And then it kind of gets into partner work. And it's, like, you really got to get used to your partner and, like, who you're being put with. And then throughout the season, like you said, like it's it's such a sprint and you don't want to be peaking too early, but you also just like want to keep getting in that rhythm with your partner. So I feel like the more in season you are, it's more about like how you and your partner are connecting Mm -hmm. and then playing against each other. Like we push each other more than anybody else is going to across the court. So like that's our biggest focus in practice over the next like two or three months. Yeah, I saw a great video with nick saban and he was recruiting a high school kid and he was talking about how well how am i going to get playing time when i'm behind all these all americans and he was like where else are you going to get that type of preparation if like marlon humphrey was a safety who had to cover amari cooper every day and then you had we had the best defensive tackle in the nation and the best offensive lineman and they were sharpening each other i feel like having a roster as deep as ucla's is so useful because you guys you played against each other in avps what twice yeah. last year four times i think yeah. yeah we did it four times it's just this great iron sharpens iron culture and yeah. it's it's important because there's a balance where you want to be competitive, but also build each other up. How do you yeah. guys help find that, especially because you guys are obviously great friends and teammates, but you're competing against each other as professionals with yeah. paychecks on the line? Yeah. You know? Um. Yeah, I think it's I mean, it's different when you look at, you know, college versus AVP or mm-hmm. professional level. But I'll say um, on our team, on our college team, I feel like we push each other as hard as we can on the court, like every single day in practice. And then after like off the court, we become best friends again. And that's just goes back to our culture and our relationships we build. Um, And then professionally, I mean, it's always like, it's tough to see our teammate across the net. Yeah. Um, But again, it's always just like 
we'll go 100% on court, but off the court, we'll be best friends after, like, no matter what, win or loss, like, we'll always mm-hmm. be best friends. So. Yeah. I feel like that's sort of exceptional to the beach culture mm-hmm. that you can do that. And maybe a little bit of like AU basketball. I think you mm-hmm. kind of get in high school, but that's about it because it's so hard to compete. And then you're off the sand, and ten minutes later, you go get an acai bowl yeah. or whatever it yeah. may be. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you're all trying to go get that national championship. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think too, like our relationships are like bigger than what happens after the game or like during the game. And I feel like just having that, it just makes us so that we know, like. Whatever's happening is like coming from a good place, like in the heart. And like after that, we know we can be like best friends. It doesn't like that's not going to what happens in the game isn't going to be thought about like a couple of days that, you know, it's like it's after it gets done when the game's done. And then we can just go back to getting the sidewalls and mm-hmm. driving home together. Yeah. Like what uh, do you think it's beneficial to play AVPs? Like what's it like to go from college and then to AVP, and then back to college. Because I don't see there's not... I mean, obviously there is a talent gap, but it's getting closer and closer. <laughs> you see the success like Kristen and Taryn had immediately going from LSU to the AVP, and Tina obviously speaks for herself. But is it... Um, do you guys value that summertime playing professionally? I do. I think that it just... It's such a different style of play. Mm-hmm. And in college... I mean, we sit down after every like college tournament and every AVP and we kind of go over everything for like Mm. hours. And like in college, you're playing the same people over and over and over again. So like you have to develop like different strengths and different skills and you have to watch your video. You have to pick up on tendencies and then you get into the pro leagues and it's a completely different ballgame. Like it's not as heavy on video and there's not going to be as much. And sometimes you're finding out that same day who you're playing the next in the next hour. And so it's more like adapting pretty quickly to a game plan and like focusing on your side more. So Mm -hmm. I feel like at least for us, like it's really rounded out like our play. But like sometimes I'll think to myself in fall, like after spending a couple weeks in college and be like, man, like I could do so much better on the AVP now, like now playing with these girls. So I think that there's definitely like a gap closing. I think it's just a different kind of play. Yeah. What's different stylistically? Because I think it's easy to see the stylistic differences between AVP and overseas, yeah. where it's just a lot more physical. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of that, some of that has to do with the ball. Just Mikasa, you can pop a lot better and you can't <laughs> shoot as easy. You got to hit a high line, you miss it a little. It's like mm-hmm. 10 feet long. <laughs> but what stylistically is the difference between NCAA and AVP? Um, For me, this lot that we're playing this last summer in AVP, the biggest difference was serving. Um, I felt like serving or service pressure was a lot tougher, um, and a lot more aggressive than college. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know what else. Would that be something, sorry, Lex, would that be something that you're going to try to like having seen it and how much of an impact it has? Are you trying to bring that then back to UCLA and like, well, this was deadly on the AVP. Let's try to add that to the arsenal. No, exactly. I mean, we, uh, UCLA, like we always talk about like tough serving and then that only makes us you know better passers um it's just the mindset going into it now Mm -hmm. like for me i want to have the mindset like i want to serve this ball and like you know earn the point rather than like oh like i don't want to like miss um which obviously affects your serving but um yeah bringing that kind of mentality into the game makes such a difference and puts so much more pressure on your opponent so um, I would say that's the biggest difference. 
Betsy Flint School of Serving. Oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say, though, Lex? Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, obviously, like, I feel like serving, too, and, like, the speed of serving and, like, the, like, specific of, like, where you're serving. But I also feel like you're playing against, you're kind of, like, choosing more of, like, what you want to take away instead of, like, oh, Let's serve her here because she's going to miss her cut shot. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like in playing AVPs, like, everyone's really good at pretty much everything. And it's, you just, p- you're picking, like, what strategy you want to pick or what strategy you want to defend against a certain skill that they, they have that mm-hmm. you might think works better against your defense or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Just a matchup or yeah. anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you went overseas, won a gold medal mm-hmm. out of the qualifier with Korea. <laughs> You're so humble. <laughs> <laughs> Just crawling in our seat. <laughs> no, it was so fun. Um, yeah, I Carly Khan is amazing. Obviously, you know Carly, right? I love Carly. She's <laughs> just the most wholesome, sweetest, nicest, most humble, but also like fiercest competitor I've played with. So yeah, she is amazing. And forever the most underrated player. For real. Just because she's so sneaky doing she, her secret training in Hawaii. Oh, yeah, and she yeah. pops out and wins everything. She's just amazing. <laughs> like, yeah, no, she is awesome. And she's a great person. I had so much fun, like, hanging out with. Honestly, like, aside from volleyball, I had so much fun hanging out with her and, like, getting closer to her. Um, but yeah, that How was did that fun. partnership uh, come about? I think she got my number from Leah Monkhouse. Because okay. Leah used to be on our team. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she texted me one day. And then it honestly worked out really well because I was kind of going through some like partner like changes too so like right after that i was just kind of like oh my gosh i have no idea what i'm gonna do i don't have a partner like <laughs> it's summer and like i also no, like normally i just want to focus on college season because that is just like all i want to do and last year i did that and then I like AVP comes around and like obviously everyone has their partners and I was like oh shoot but yeah so then she texted me one day and then we just started training and then we started training with Dan um and then yeah just kind of took it from there we will get right back to the podcast in a moment but first have to give a huge shout out to our sponsor Wilson they've been with us since day one They make the absolute best balls on the beach. Absolutely zero question about it. And it is that time of year. Training camps are starting back up. We're starting to get back out on the beach in California, anyway, in Hawaii, in Florida, anywhere you have a beach facility. The preseason reps are starting to roll around, which means it's time to get a new bag of balls. All those tattered ones we had in 2023, it's time to replace them with some new Wilson balls in 2024. And the best news, you get 20% off all Wilson products when you use our discount code SANDCAST-20. Again, that is SANDCAST-20 to get 20% off all Wilson products. Best balls in the game. Go fill up your new bag, your new Wilson bag, with some new Wilson Optics balls and get out on the sand. Now, taking care of your health isn't always easy, but it should at least be simple. That's why for the last, I don't know, four, five, maybe six years, I've been drinking AG1 every day, no exceptions, on the road, at home, doesn't matter. It comes with me everywhere I go. It's just one scoop. You mix it in water once a day, every day. It makes me feel awesome. 
I rarely, if ever, get sick, and that's because one serving of AG1 delivers my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and post, pre and probiotics, and more. It's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple, and it's why I just continue sticking with it. Now, I take my AG1 in the morning right before I work out. I throw a little creatine in there as well, or right after I work out when my body's just wanting all these vitamins and minerals. It's the best, it's the number one whole supplement you can take and it's cheap and there's one product i had to recommend to elevate your health it's ag1 and that's why i partnered with them for so long that's why sandcast continues partnering with them this is our third year so if you want to take ownership of your health start with ag1 try ag1 and get a free 100 free one year supply of vitamin d3 and k2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Now, that is exclusively at drinkag1.com slash sandcast. All right, that's drinkag1.com slash sandcast. So check it out. How was it when in, uh, like, being on the podium? Because the futures, they're the lowest level, but you can get some sneaky good teams. Yeah. Like, I remember 2018, Anders and Christian played Perisic and Schweiner, in a futures like ninth place match yeah. or, or then a one star i was like good heavens that's a, that's a loaded one star <laughs> no it was fun because especially going into it too we didn't know because obviously like i've never that was my first like international tournament so i didn't know what to expect for like the qualifier and carly yeah. was like we should be fine but just in case like obviously we're going to take it seriously but there's always that factor of like oh you flew all the way to korea like you don't want to lose the first qualifier game and not be in the tournament and right. then fly home um but yeah it was it was really a good experience and super fun um, and there are sneaky teams everywhere like you'll see oh, a yeah. slovenian team with zero points and you're like all right we should be fine slovenia <laughs> and then they come out and they're like jump setting like shooting <laughs> yeah. balls everywhere yeah it's um it's fun and i think playing world tour is such a valuable experience because you learn how to deal with whatever mm -hmm. like you'll wake up your jet lags like a 14 hour time difference the food's funny like your plane got delayed nothing's perfect did stein or jenny ever try to like simulate something like that oh. in practice <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> I feel like, not even like in practice but like when we'd be on planes sometimes stein would just be walking through the aisles and be like wake up for oh, like yeah. i'm a big sleeper yeah. i sleep like the entire plane you can ride in the bus ride plane ride and go and to sleep at night and be yeah. fine and she wakes up and she's on the time chain yeah. and she's fine but stein did not like that so he'll like yeah. walk up and down the aisles and be like hey <laughs> hey it's time to wake up yeah and then we'll get there and we'll wherever we are we'll usually get there and we'll have to go do some sort of workout mm -hmm. just so that like we like flush out the legs yeah, yeah. but or even like i remember there were some years in gulf shores where he want like we were there a few days before, but he still wanted us to wake up at like six a.m. or something just to make sure we could get on the time faster. Yep. Which I think that's like stuff we if we're gonna I mean if we're getting enough sleep, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. I think we should be doing that. But yeah, they definitely tried to incorporate that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I didn't know if he would ever like schedule practice to start at say three. And then you guys would just be like rolling in like two fifty eight and be like, hey, first serves in two minutes and like oh, try yeah. to stress you guys oh, out intentionally. We did that too with yeah. game days. We would do game days and then we have a little timer out. And so sometimes he would be like, it's four minutes on the clock. Yeah. Okay. And we would all have to share the same court. 
and be like, this is how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to have, you're going to have 10 people on the same court and you're going to have to try and find ball. Service which flying has, everywhere. It's never <laughs> happened. <laughs> 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 have I had a warm up court with 10 people on it, no. but it's good life skills. But we were prepared. We yeah. Were, we were good. Yeah. Yeah. I think even it's like Navy SEAL boot camp training sometimes, <laughs> even though that'll never happen. It's good that you know how to deal with like yeah. a good baseline level of stress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys have? Is there like a mantra, a motto? Obviously, a goal every year is to win NCAA championship. But is there anything that you've taken from last year to try to fix up going into this year? Obviously, last year was exceptional, but you were one win shy. I don't have to remind you. Yeah. But that's why you're all back, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like we're not really taking anything. Obviously, it's like that team from last year is going to remember what happened. But I mean, Jenny and our team talks about all the time like our team's a new team and like our team hasn't done anything yet and last year was last year and that was a completely different team we had people graduate people left um so yeah I mean we just talk about it a lot how this team we have to prove it to ourselves like what type of team we're going to be like we haven't we haven't won anything yet we haven't won even one game so Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. are you guys the type to use a loss like that as fuel because i'm more like when i lose i just kind of want to throw it away i just want to remember something good i did and build off that i'm more of like motivated by progress but some people like they'll just hold and most of the greats will just like hold on to a loss and like they'll just leave that chip on their shoulder forever i don't know if you guys will just like keep that right there for fuel yeah i feel like it's pretty individual about Mm -hmm. you know how people um handle something like that um like lexi said this is a brand new team so for example our four freshmen don't even know what that feeling was they don't even know what it feels like to be competing in gulf shores Mm -hmm. um so yeah we try to leave what happened in the past in the past and of course everyone's going to handle it differently um but this is a new year um and we always say each year is like a new journey um so yeah, it's a brand new year, and I think we're just looking forward to what's ahead and um, staying in the present. Mm-hmm. So, what were some of the bigger takeaways from last year? I feel like I've I feel like I've said this a lot, but I feel like we put ourselves in the best possible. I like I truly think looking back, like we did everything to win. Like I think we put ourselves in the best position, and we did everything when it comes to like mindset and like working hard and all our conditioning tests and stuff like we put ourselves in the best position to win and it just didn't happen that day Mm. um yeah i think that's one takeaway the process was right yeah i think so and there's a lot of peace to be had in that when you can Mm -hmm. look back and know like hey we did everything and a match you know you guys play one match and it could be 45 minutes especially in golf shores where it could be mm-hmm. 30 mile an hour gusts at any given moment where it's a flip of the coin especially with a team as talented as a usc mm-hmm. if you play that match 100 times you guys probably win 70 at least i think but sometimes you just yeah you just end up on the wrong end yeah i think that last year because it was such a wonky season for me personally it like being in for those last couple weeks and like being back with Jaden and like being able to put like a point on my team's board like really reminded me like how great the sport is and like how fun it is to sit there in college volleyball and like 
finish your game to just go sprint and cheer on your teammates and you don't get that over summer for the AVP. Me and Jaden can finish a game and win and we don't have anyone else on the court here. Like I'm looking around, I'm like, there's no one here. (laughs) (laughs) But it really was like so amazing. And like because I was out, like I got to develop my relationships so much with the girls who like weren't traveling or weren't playing. And like I felt like I got to see like both sides of it. And Mm -hmm. like it just made me so grateful for everything. So I feel like that's my takeaway from last year is that like, I'm just so happy to be here and like healthy and like experience this one more time before like we can't do it again together. Yeah. How's your shoulder? It's great. Thanks. Awesome. Yeah, I know. It's been pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Cause you, you were undefeated last year. Mm-hmm. 13 and 0. That's pretty good. Coming yeah. off of uh, one shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But you're all healthy, rested up? I am. I feel like, because in that USC match, I, like, tore my shoulder again. And it weirdly, like, like put everything back into place, I feel like. Like, I still have to be pretty mindful with it. But ever since that match, like, I've felt, like, my looseness back. Like, I've been able to feel normal hitting You just need again. to hurt yourself one more time. Yeah, just I needed one more little tear, and that was good. Have you guys ever seen Christmas Vacation? <laughs> yeah, of course I have. <laughs> and when Cousin Eddie's talking about his daughter, he's like, Kick by a mule, eyes go across, falls down the well, eyes go back again. I don't know. Like, yeah. Tears her shoulder, oh pretty hurt, tears it again. She's fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I'm always full of those things. Did you guys all give yourself appropriate amount of time though? Because when you go from college straight into AVP and then straight into fall college season, that's a lot on the body, even though it's beach and not indoor. You guys all rested up. I would say so. I think we're all pretty fired up, especially for it, again, being our last season. I think we show up every single day ready to work um, and we know what it takes. So um, I think we're all pretty ready for sure. Yeah. Love it. Mm -hmm. Did you play the fall tournament in... Did they do it in Huntsville again? Mm-hmm. The Paris one? We were I was there. I was somewhere. I don't know. I wasn't in town, so I couldn't follow it. How is that tournament? It's pretty fun. Yeah. yeah it was I thought fun. it was a really cool... It was our first time going um, this year, like us two, but it was a really cool experience. It was freezing, and the mm-hmm. weather was pretty crazy there, but it was... It was, I didn't like being like that separated from my team. And it's kind of weird how it's like you send individual pairs there and mm-hmm. then like you're separated from the rest. But it was so fun to get we always say it was a girls trip because it was like <laughs> us three maggie and jenny or it was Perry. Perry. Yeah. and so it was just like such a fun little girls trip for us all to have <laughs> we should have dinner every night yeah. <laughs> just well, talk about chat. anything we would just be like yeah. girls trip like, you know, like, so like even anything bad that happened we were like girls yeah. trip <laughs> was it back in huntsville again yeah Okay. Who knew that Alabama would be the host of all the big beach tournaments? It's so funny. (laughs) Yeah, each tournament is like so much fun and the atmosphere is Mm -hmm. so amazing. And I thought the tournament was really well done and um, really high level. Yes, like great teams there. um, Mm -hmm. And it really got us like thinking like where we need to be or like we got to compare um, at that point. And, um, I think it's just, it was a teaser of season, so it was really exciting. And is uh, this the last year of Gulf Shores? It is. Did it move to Huntington after that? Mm -hmm. Okay. What do you guys think about that? I don't know. I mean, we always say, like, Gulf Shores is just magical. Like, when I think of Gulf Shores, I just think of NCAAs, and that's what I love it to be. So I'm personally glad that my last Mm -hmm. year is ending on Gulf Shores. But I think it'll be be cool in Huntington. 
but yeah it'll be interesting to see what that looks like yeah i love i just love the tradition of it and golf yeah. shores is so random yeah it like, is. that's no the best part plays it. Yeah. yeah yeah and that sand is beautiful yeah. yep yeah and it's uh like i thought they created a really cool tradition there we're like we're going to golf shores was synonymous with ncaa championships it's kind of how i don't know if you guys follow college baseball but like Omaha is where the college yeah. baseball world series mm -hmm. is held and everyone knows it. Um, I think Huntington will go well and I think you'll probably get more general people there because mm -hmm. it's a beach volleyball place. Cause I mean, golf shores, it's hard to get to. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I don't even know where you would fly into Pensacola yep. and then you make the drive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know though. We always say there's definitely pros and cons to it, but we're happy because we'll be graduated and we'll be able to go very easily. No flying. Cheer, you know, the ruins on. But um, yeah, it's definitely going to be a lot different without it being in Gulf Shores or, you know. You so. guys got to send it out on a high note. I know. Yeah, I know. One last know. run into the water. We know. Oh, just don't even start. <laughs> you're getting me like fired up. Just mm -hmm. like I'm starting to sweat. <laughs> when, like, when you started talking about last year, I like started to feel a little. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Do you feel anger? <laughs> what? Yeah. Sweetest person in the world. <laughs> no, that one I took to heart though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this, I'm actually just curious. This has nothing to do with beach volleyball yep. at all, but uh, no doubles in indoor anymore is the proposed mm. rule change. Did you see that? No. No, what? Yeah, so the Wait, NCAA what? is proposing for indoor volleyball um, that there will be no more doubles. It's an, it's not a call. Really? Yeah. That's an so interesting... you just chuck it? You yeah, can do whatever you want. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Maybe I don't know bat. what the reasoning behind it was, but obviously everyone on social media has been very reasonable mm -hmm. about the discussion. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. That's really funny. I never heard that. I can't yeah, believe you guys haven't heard me. No, I can't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It came in, I think, like a week ago. And I don't know. I think it's just proposed. I don't think it's mm. gone through. Mm. But... I was thinking about it on the one hand, I was like, that seems kind of stupid to drop the level of a set. But on the other hand, I would want to know how many doubles are actually called. In I know it's anyway, an actual what comment. Impact yeah. It's going to have. Yeah. And I think mm -hmm. most of the time you double because you had, you did something wrong with your technique anyway. Mm -hmm. So the set was probably ended up being bad. Yeah. yeah. And they're harder to hit when they're chucked like that anyway. <laughs> so yeah. they're probably not going to get the point. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, the beach is safe. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think that the NCAA is sort of single-handedly to thank for how high the women's level is getting, and largely because I don't know if all the coaches just got in a group chat and were like, "Listen, all of us are teaching our girls the handset." Yeah, because all you guys come out and you're just like saucing <laughs> everywhere. It's awesome, and you just you can run such a more creative offense. Mm -hmm. Was that something that Stein had like from the get-go? He's like, "Listen, we're handsetting." Yeah. I remember yeah. him saying at one point, like. You're not playing unless you're hand setting, unless you're just significantly like that much better without yeah. using hand setting. But I remember him saying, I think I was a freshman or something. Mm -hmm. But I'm, yeah, that was a big part of his like philosophy, I guess. Yeah. I remember in youth, I would, I was constantly only bump setting just mm -hmm. because I remember thinking like anytime I'd use my hands, it's going to get called. Mm -hmm. So I just had that idea in my mind. And then first, you know, practice at UCLA, like, hand setting hand setting hand setting like over and over and over again um until it just becomes muscle memory um yeah. but it seems like that's the case for a lot of teams in a lot of different colleges like the overall level of 
setting has just improved drastically. So that's where I've seen it go. And I, I think it's been sort of um, like sort of top down, but then bottom up too, because the pros started doing it. And you notice aside from, I mean, April and Alex didn't handset anything, yeah. but pretty much teams two through 20 were handsetting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just allows you to run such a creative offense. And I feel like the coaches looked at that and said, okay, this is the next level. Yeah. And then once you guys started coming up and upsetting all yeah. these teams, everyone else was like, well, maybe we should learn how to do this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you guys still in the Pac-12? Like what's this year? This, this is our last, last year. This is the last for man. This is so a, we're this really is like a yeah. 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 I know. last one. We're going out of the yeah. Yep. Yeah, last Pac-12. No, and then I think time. obviously beach volleyball is not going to the Big Ten, yeah, but right. I think they're saying the MPSF. Right? Yeah, it's like a new. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's just sort like of making volleyball. up a new conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Like GCU, right? Like GCU and us. And Washington, I don't actually. I couldn't. Know. I couldn't keep track. I can't, I I can't follow. is doing that too because they're. <laughs> I know they're not. Well, I don't know because they're going into the Big Ten too, right? Yeah. I think they were in the PSF. Yeah, I would assume so. It's so hard to follow. It is. It is. It really is. It's, it's like it's, everything's kind of hard to follow. It's by word of mouth. Like yeah. I hear new things from her every day. <laughs> Literally. Then I'll call Jaden and tell yeah. her. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I wish yeah. they would have just made like like football would have their weird conferences, and then everyone else just said geographically located that would have made it a lot more simple i think for us but nope but But your schedule i mean i don't think the schedules for beach would change all that much because you guys don't travel across the country to play one match like it's all all tournament driven Mm -hmm. what are the what are those tournaments because you guys will play what like five matches in a weekend those are busy weekends yeah (laughs) The Huntsville one was a really busy weekend. Crazy. I think we played yeah. nine or ten matches in like two or in three days, and That's it was fun. Yeah, yeah. And it That's like brought me right back to the youth. Yeah. yeah, and I can't believe we used to do that so easily when we were that young. Like even the CBVAs this summer, like very similar to how it's run when you're younger and like it puts your body through a lot Mm -hmm. but that's also like exactly why like our coaches know that our (laughs) trainers know that and so we're conditioned for those like types of situations so that when we're in gulf shores and we are more fatigued on that last day like our bodies know what to do yeah what um what's weightlifting look like at ucla is that a lot of strength um yeah, we actually just got a new strength coach this year, and I think it's been great. He's incorporated like a lot of. He kind of has um, a power day, a speed day, and then what's the last one? Explosive. Explo- an explosive day, and he incorporates like a lot of plyos and stuff and speed within that. Um, and we've kind of been working with. Do you know what a like a, a vitruv is? Is that what it's called? how you say it Maybe something too. that like measures how fast you're moving the bar oh, and so we've cool. been working with that like a ton um this year and that's been fun we're rack uh yeah mates. we're rack partners yeah. so we're all like, we right work hard but we have a lot of fun you know mm-hmm. three. i think fun <laughs> is a necessary <laughs> element to everything in life Me too, especially yeah. weightlifting yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my god i need them when i'm weightlifting <laughs> oh my gosh yeah well i feel like if you're lifting with lexi you have no choice but to you have no choice but to put it all on there. Yeah. it's like me and her are rack partners and lexi's right next to us and then she'll put on like three different kinds of plates and jaden are like all right let's we look at each other we're like okay let's add another little plate that's good no so much fun though it is, really it is. Yeah. you guys gotta get like little um 
fake covers for the weights. It's like you put <laughs> oh a 10 pounder on the bar, but you'd be like wrapping in like a 45 pound cover. I scare her with it one day. <laughs> yeah, that's genius. <laughs> like, Whoa. <laughs> it seems like there's no shortage of fun with this group. Yeah. There's not. We really have like, I coming into UCLA, I didn't know what the culture was like exactly. And I didn't know, like I had known Jaden, I'd known you since I was like probably 14 or 13, but like, I didn't expect like, we only have three people in our class. So like, it was a real big risk of like one person didn't like anybody. Like that, you're, that's it. You're by yourself. Yeah. And the fact that like us three got along so well. And then like Jaden's entire class, like we all just mesh so well together. And then like Jaden specifically, like, I mean, it's, you couldn't, I could not ask for like a better group of like seniors for me. And like, these are like my people that like will move like way beyond volleyball, yeah. way beyond like anything, wherever we go. Like, that's like the best part of me coming to UCLA for mm -hmm. sure. Is I, like this I group remember of people. last uh -oh. year, like when you were thinking about, you were like, I'm done. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not. And then I remember you talked to me one day and you were like, she said there's a 1% chance. That's all we need. That's all we need. There's a chance. I knew yeah. there was a, there's like a literal, the sliverest bit of chance. Mm -hmm. And look at her back. And then I used to call her mom. <laughs> yeah. like, we got to strategize how we bring it up. Yeah. And then, yeah, then she came. Yeah, it's true. What brought all three of you guys back? Um, for me, it was a couple of things. I mean, obviously, I wanted to be a part of the new era with Jenny being head coach. Um, I wanted to be a part of that. Um, obviously, my teammates. Um, I think we have such a special culture and such a special group um, that it's hard to leave that. Um, and then third, just I feel like there's so much more to do. Um, and I feel like I have so much more to give. Um, so yeah, volleyball wise, I wanted to be back and getting to compete again with my teammates. Um, those were, I think my three main reasons. Yeah. It's, um, cause you guys know that this show is brought to you by bartender in a box. Yes, guys, we've been looking for an alcohol sponsor for a long time on this show. And now it's time to drink outside the box with Bartender in the Box, our new sponsor and the official margarita and official Mai Tai of the American Volleyball League and AVL on ION Sports. And for those on a volleyball player's budget, we got you. Sandcast and Bartender in a Box invites you and 12 of your friends to enjoy just one box of their premium bar quality libations for around 20 bucks. That's right, 12 premium mixed cocktails out of just one tasty package, whether it's pregame or postgame, we got you covered. Celebrating that beach volleyball victory or style and sunset, or maybe you lost in the quarterfinals like you planned to, so you could drink your bartender in a box while everyone else still is playing, burning calories, all that stuff. Bartender in a Box is available in a growing number of flavors, stores, and markets where you shop, but if it's not on display, just ask for it as it sells out quick. The libation experience and price are worth it. So shake your box today. Have margarita, have Mai Tai. Enjoy the show. Are you guys ready for the absolute best advertising copy of any podcast you'll ever hear? Here we go, because fresh ball fall is upon us, and you need to be in the festive spirit. So light a candle, get some pumpkin spice, and make sure your balls look nice with the sponsors of today's show, Manscaped. Now, nature may clear the leaves of their trees, but you'll need Manscaped's help to get you ready for that sweater weather. So get your pants puppies prepared for cuffing season with a trim as refreshing as a fall breeze by going to manscaped.com and using code SANDCAST for 20% off plus free shipping. Now, listen, it's a high-risk affair 
when you're doing some trimming, all right, when you're going below the waist. And you know what? You just need Manscaped. It's going to help you with your confidence. Trust me. It's going to help. Now, it's time for nice flannels and cozy socks, but we can't forget to trim our balls. By now, you've heard of them. But it's time to join the 9 million, that's right, 9 million men worldwide using Manscaped and get the kit that covers it all, the Performance Package 4.0. It starts with the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer with advanced skin-safe technology, thank goodness, that reduces nicks and cuts to make raking the leaves a lot less painful. Plus, the Lawnmower is a technical masterpiece. It has a 7,000 RPM motor, a multifunction on-off switch that can engage a travel lock, and a built-in 4,000K LED spotlight to help you see parts of your body you haven't looked at in years. Now, once you've cleared the driveway, the performance package comes in hot with products to cool you down, the Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, and Crop Reviver, Ball Spray Toner, one to prevent stink and one to clear it up. With a soothing aloe vera formula, move over pumpkin spice, fresh balls are the smell of the season. The Performance Package 4.0 caps it off with two free gifts. That's right, you get two free gifts. The Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. That's one to hold your Manscaped goodies and one to hold your man goodies. So bring in the fall right and get 20% off and free shipping with the code SANDCAST at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with the free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code SANDCAST. As the leaves fall, make sure you have it all with Manscaped. We've got some really fun news for y'all, and that is that Sandcast and Volleyball TV, or VBTV, whatever you want to call it, we are now partnered up. So the Road to Paris series that I record after every Olympic qualifying event or every other, that's now going to start featuring video highlights. Instead of just the still pictures, we're going to have actual video highlights. So it's going to be more like an actual volleyball highlight show. So instead of just still pictures, you're actually going to get to see what's going on on the field of action, and in return... We're going to start promoting Volleyball TV, and you get 20% off your Volleyball TV subscription when you use the code SANDCAST20. Now, this is case-sensitive, so SANDCAST is all caps 20, and that's the numeral 20. So it's SANDCAST, all caps 20, and you will get 20% off your VBTV subscription. Now, a lot of you guys who are listening to the show, you're beach volleyball super fans, and I absolutely love that. I love you. I love you for listening. I love you for subscribing to VBTV and watching. So if you already have your subscription, when it comes time to renew, you can use that code, or you, you could honestly cancel and then renew with your 20% off if you wanted to. So again, SANDCAST20, all caps, at Volleyball TV, that'll get you 20% off. So I'm stoked to be partnering with VBTV. It's just been such a sweet thing to have for the sport, to have like all the volleyball you could watch in one spot, or at least all the international volleyball you could watch in one spot. That's indoor, it's Italian league, it's even the Big Ten indoor. You get all of that 20% off with our code. So go and watch your beach volleyball today at Volleyball TV. You don't get the team atmosphere once yeah. you go to the AVP. I would hang on to that because exactly, it's, it's yeah. such a special thing mm -hmm. but how come you guys came back i feel like for me it was never even a question like i always knew once i heard like once COVID hit and we like got confirmation we could come back it was never a question for yeah. like me and you that we were going to come back i also like very much remember seeing sarah sponsor's post and like she posted something when i think i was a junior she wrote a long caption at, like at the end of it, it was like and for anybody questioning like if you should take your extra year in college like please take it like you will not regret it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i could not imagine last year being my last year like i didn't feel that way at all when i was playing and 
like Jaden said, like I have so much more to give and to learn from this coaching staff specifically mm-hmm. and just like from the people around me that like I'm not ready to like give up the UCLA across my chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like for me, it was like a no brainer. Like as soon as COVID canceled our like freshman year, I was kind of just like the next year I was like, all right, I'm a freshman. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Year, we like, do. I'm a sophomore. <laughs> this year I'm an actual senior now, but yeah, I mean, kind of like what they both were saying, like our culture is so hard to leave. And like, there's just so much more that I wanted to do. And like, especially after, like, it never even went through my head once that like, I'd be done after mm-hmm. like last year. Um, just cause there's, yeah, there's just so much more. And like, especially with the coaching change too, like there's so much more I wanted to like do and experience from them. Um, so yeah, it didn't even cross my mind, honestly, to like, I was like th- three years for a natty. Like, no, I need mm-hmm. another. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you think it would have been different if you would have had that closure, if you guys would have won? No, no. Not yet, not for me. Probably for you. I don't know. No, no. <laughs> Who knows what I'm doing tomorrow? Like, I, I like that. don't know. Who knows? So um, yeah, I think it obviously would have been different, but um, I'm happy at this point. And mm-hmm. I think I made the right decision um, and that feels good and reassuring. So, yeah, you all seem happy with it. Yes. And yeah. you've all mentioned at different times. So the word specials come up about this group. What makes this group so special? But from top down, because you seem pretty excited about the new kids on the block as well. I think just like the love and the passion there is too. like we we go in every single day and like it's volleyball stuff aside, like we see the everything bad that happens and like we see all the good that happens and we see it when our freshmen are going through really tough times and like we want to help them out of that and I think it just it just goes beyond volleyball side of it and just the relationships that we have like that just means so much more remember even like last year we were just talking about like the type of group we had and like the relationship we had with all the people who are graduating like to me that meant so much more than winning and I think that's why we keep coming back because like it, it feels so good to have those type of relationships and like just love for each other and passion like when you're going through the ringer like you have these people that you seriously just love so much that you just get to go through it with and i feel like that's what it's about love it and for you guys what makes this group so special as well okay sorry (laughs) (laughs) um i mean it's just it's really cool to see the development of like our our freshmen last year to like yeah. this year and seeing even them like speak up more and like I don't know just it's cool to be the older person on the team and get to like look at all these young girls and I just feel like they're all like little sisters and yeah. I love that with our group we're able to like turn to the person to our right or our left and like mm-hmm. have like a real and like open conversation at any time um which i think is pretty rare um and yeah i don't know this group is just different and it's fun and we're pretty young um so you know there's a lot of energy and a lot of goofiness Mm -hmm. but um we also have a really good work ethic and um this like grittiness to us Mm -hmm. that is really exciting and i just can't wait to see what we do yeah I'm excited for you guys. 
Thanks. It's going to be a fun year. Yeah. Who, uh, who are some names that we should be looking out for this year? Um, I think you should look out for Kenzie. Mm-hmm. Kenzie mm-hmm. Brower. Mm-hmm. I think Harper Cooper. <laughs> I always think Perry Brennan. <laughs> Perry always like I, comes I, out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, like, she showed that last year, but seriously, yeah. she is so amazing. Like, yeah. Yeah, I saw her pop up. I hadn't seen her in the lineup, and then she was on court two and just dominating. I was like, good and for you, And she yeah. just, I mean, like, I've just never met someone like Perry. Like, she, she's yeah. so calm and cool and collected on the court yeah. and, like, truly just, like, doesn't, like, get fate. Yeah. I mean, she's unbelievable. But it's funny, yeah. like, off the court, she, like, doesn't want to watch. Like, yeah, she, she will not she'll watch. She'll run away if she thinks she's, if, like, mm-hmm. like when you guys were playing in Huntsville, she oh. ran away because she mm-hmm. thought she was the problem. <laughs> lost a point. <laughs> no, I'll never forget the year mm-hmm. that Devin and I were when we played Stetson mm-hmm. for, yeah, the first, it was the single elimination <laughs> round at Gulf Shores. And there's, like, this so awesome good. video of us, like, you know, clenching Final it. Point. Yeah, 15-13. And Perry is in the video, and she's turned away from the court with her hands. <laughs> like, not watching at all. Like, her ears, like, she's, like, covering her ears, too. And, like, we win, and she, like, looks around. She doesn't like, even what know. Yeah. <laughs> I should have seen her, because she was, like, sitting right in front of me, and she was mm-hmm. plugging her ears and closing her eyes. Yeah. And she's, like, literally the cute, like, I just want to protect her. Mm-hmm. And she would just go based off of like art the team's reaction yeah. mm-hmm. and like they would get a point at like it was like 13 13 and mm-hmm. they got a point and perry's like and then she like opens her eyes and then everyone else is screaming and she's just like she like would not she was so funny yeah. but yeah like on the court she is so calm so cool, calm like, and cool yeah so yeah. perry's not gonna get into coaching I don't think so. I don't think she is. I don't think she is. Yeah, I don't Tessa think so. too. Tessa Van Winkle. Yeah. Another and one to Nat, watch out for. I think. Oh, Natalie. Yeah. Myskowski? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All of our freshmen are, are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, again, it's just so cool to have such a deep roster. And yeah. I like that, you know, there are open spots. And, mm-hmm. like, it's going to be really cool, especially this month and um maybe the next month too to see some you know changes and partner switches mm-hmm. and like see who steps up um and i think that's going to be really cool for our team because we do have such a deep roster um it's just going to be like the ones who you know step up to the plate I think, so yeah. i think reagan too she mm-hmm. she's our transfer from oregon indoor that okay. she hasn't played yet but she she's such a hard worker and mm-hmm. i think she could do some damage this year too i think that's like what's awesome was like what Jaden just said is like this is one of like the first years that i've been here that like there's like a there's a couple spots that like nobody knows who's going to be there in years past it's been like you kind of know who the starting 10 might be Mm -hmm. but you don't know where they're going to be and who they're going to be with yeah (laughs) so i think that brings like such a great level of competition and focus and intensity in every practice Mm because you don't know who's going to be in that spot so like if you don't work your butt off every single day that spot might not be yours anymore so I think that's been really good to see is that like people are coming back from summer and like they worked over summer, like they yeah. were ready to go. That's awesome. Yeah. Like yeah. I wish I could name like all of our teammates. I like, know. There's too it's many. Like, yeah. It's, it's really cool. That's really cool to see. And the beach is so unique. It, uh, it's similar to how like our high school golf team was where we had six starters, but we, like we didn't lose a match the last three years. And so we were really deep. And so there was like, pretty competitive for the last yeah. three spots mm-hmm. how do you guys deal with like competing for those spots without killing each other and totally. then it becoming a somewhat toxic too competitive yeah. environment because that's a delicate balance to have 
I think that we've always put a strong, strong emphasis on the team of like, what is everyone's end goal? Like everyone's end goal is to accomplish this one thing. And like, how are we going to get there? And so like, there's definitely times where maybe somebody feels like they should be playing and they're not given a fair chance or whatever that might be. And I think that the coaching staff this season is doing such an amazing job of facilitating that and like taking those challenges kind of head on. And they're like, not afraid to say like, if you have a problem, like, please come speak with me. And so far, I mean, it's been like super great. Like we've had, we all know how to kill each other in practice and leave it there. And Mm -hmm. like, we have other things outside of volleyball and it's like very important to fill our cups outside of the sport. So like we don't solely rely on the sport anymore to like, I think that's an extraordinary trait to have. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because that'll carry over in life Mm -hmm. to you won't be competing for roster spots, but whatever it may be that you're able to just sort of leave things where they are. And, but I think in this context, it's especially valuable, especially as leaders where you can set that tone where it's like, Hey, we're going to get after our Mm -hmm. court five players. And then after practice is over, we're going to be cool. Exactly. And we're going to make each other better because exactly. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why UCLA is pretty much always contending for the national (laughs) championship. (laughs) But that was the culture that was set when you came in. But how have you been able to sustain, if not improve that culture? Because with how good every team is getting, just to maintain where you were at isn't really enough. I love talking to John Mayer about that because every year I talk to him, he's like, I think this is our best team yet, but Mm -hmm. I don't know if we're any better Mm -hmm. because the level just continues Mm -hmm. to rise. So how have you guys been able to sort of nurture and usher this culture and to continue rising to keep up with the level of the game? I think it's just continuing to bring, first of all, like pushing ourselves every single day, because I think on our team, obviously, we might be seen as the older ones, but there's still ways that we can get better, which in turn will make the ones younger than us better. But I think it's just being selfless and like bringing them up with us. And I mean, we always say like, if someone shanks to their line, like serve them again to their line, Mm because like, they're going to see that in a game. I think it's just also like that side of things but also putting the work into the relationships of like the freshmen that we don't know like we were just talking about it I Mm -hmm. think they're like five years younger than us but Mm -hmm. like facilitating that and like really working on those relationships outside of volleyball because culture doesn't just stand on its own it's it's worked on and a lot of that is through the relationships relationships that you build um because without that and like without constantly like watering it i don't like the culture doesn't stand mm-hmm. that's what me and um do you guys know travis wallison by mm-hmm. chance i he was a good player down um in south orange county but we used to always call practicing watering the plants that's kind of similar with culture like, yeah. you just got to keep watering it mm-hmm. and it's going to grow and blossom and it seems like it has yeah and i think mentioned this before but each year like we have a new you know, mindset and a new like story. Mm -hmm. Um, And what we like to do is sit down with the whole team and the coaches and kind of like write out like what we want to accomplish as a team. And that's going to look different each year. Mm -hmm. And it's, I think that's cool because each year, like everyone gets to be a part of it. Like the newcomers, they get to like put a point up on the board of like what they think is important. And, um, I don't know. I think it just brings everyone together and kind of sets the tone of what we want to accomplish in that year specifically. Mm-hmm. So what's on the board this year? Um, Jenny kind of at the beginning of this year brought in a new mantra for us. Um, 
it's the three B's. Am I allowed to say this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Um, you can check with Jenny, and if you're not, just yeah, take we it out. out. <laughs> but um, it's bond, battle, and believe. That's our three B's. Um, I can see why we'd have to cut that. Right. That's pretty salacious. Yeah. We can't. It's <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what secrets are here. I don't know. Um, but anyway, yeah. So we sit down and we kind of like put our points under bond and then mm -hmm. our points under, you know, um, and just kind of like our, we were laying the foundation of like what, how we want to show up to practice each day and, um, what's important to the team. So yeah, it was good. I like that. Yeah. The three B's. Yeah. That's yeah. sweet. Bond mm -hmm. is like a huge one. Kind of like what yeah. Lex said, like we, I think what made, has made this program so special for me over the past four years and now for my fifth year like what we've been trying to give back in a way is that like when we entered college and like we've been through some of the hardest times of our life like in college there was not one person that you couldn't turn to on that team like mm -hmm. every person outside of volleyball is going to be there for like your development as a person and like being the best you can be the happiest you can be and so we've been like we check in with each other every single day about like what our levels are at like what can you give today where are you at and like when you notice somebody's maybe not not there like okay like let's go to lunch and like have a conversation or whatever and it's just like there's just something deeper and there always has been about this program where it mm -hmm. just goes past like pushing each other to be the best volleyball players like it is truly like rooting for each and every person on the team to be their best selves in like every aspect whether that be school relationships friendships social life volleyball like whatever it is like we're always there for it mm -hmm. that's very cool and it's very cool about the program that i think you could probably call up abby or savvy or Zana yeah. or whoever mm -hmm. and navigate the very murky and we waters have. of professional yeah. Yeah. And, we have, and we have done that <laughs> <laughs> and i'm sure that they called or texted back absolutely. as soon as they could and, and probably yeah. helped you out absolutely and so and it's cool that you guys will then do that to the next generation mm -hmm. and so on and so forth yeah. it's uh it's a cool program that's been established definitely mm -hmm. who else is going to be good this year obviously Gosh. you got sc florida state tcu are kind of I the think biggies. cal will be good okay mm -hmm. cal and stanford yeah stanford, stanford will be good. they have a lot of young um amazing yeah, players young yeah. incoming freshmen i'm pretty sure that mm -hmm. are just they have some very good freshmen yeah mm -hmm. um oh my gosh there's still so many i don't know fiu fiu is always LMU. good yeah. lmu is yeah. always solid yep, yep. oh asu is good this year my sister's on asu but um okay they have a lot of they got the gcu coach right mm -hmm. yeah a uh, new head coach the gcu coach um kristen kristen, kristen Roar? um i think so oh she she Lincoln went to uh, arizona state uh yeah i didn't know that head coach All wait right. is that the right name i don't know i, I know her name's kristen Roar. yeah yeah and then um they got samaya samaya was from okay. gcu um so she's a great addition to that team um and they got a lot of transfers and they're looking pretty strong um it's gonna be a good year yeah like there's it's not just for sure since i've been a freshman it's not just like three teams at the top anymore and then yeah. that's pretty much it yeah. like yeah. it is every team you play against like there are teams all over who are amazing yeah. and who are literally training the entire season to specifically beat you mm -hmm. and like you've never heard of them or you've never seen those two players yeah. so that's always a fun aspect of the game and it'll be really cool to see like everybody do it this season too. Do you embrace the role of being kind of the standard bearers of the sport 
Because, I mean, every NCAA championship has been won by schools within five miles of each other, between yeah. UCLA and USC. Is that a, a role you like to have? I know you, like everyone likes to be the underdog, but UCLA is never going to be the underdog. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I will say, like, uh, you want to play each team like they're, you know, the same. You're never going to, like, change your level of play depending on who you play. And also, you're going to get everyone else's best game. So mm -hmm. you better show up or else you're going to mm -hmm. have a rude awakening. Yeah. Um, but, no, I think we like to keep our level the level of play the same, um, no matter who we're playing. I think as a program, we do that pretty well. Um, and that just comes from our coaches. And, um, yeah. I think you can also, we build the narrative anytime in our heads if, like, we could be the underdog. Yeah, I mean, that's so true. For us three speaking, for the past three seasons, we haven't won. So that makes me an underdog. Yeah, like, totally. There's like, there's a million narratives you could play or perspectives you could change it to to make like whatever works for you kind of work for that game. Mm -hmm. For me, I like to be the underdog. I like to like think that everybody's like, when I'm watching video, I like to like honor somebody's like best shots and be like, wow, that's a really great shot. Like, mm -hmm. now we got to go play them. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think it's different for every person. I think that UCLA is always going to be like a powerhouse school for beach volleyball, but I think we're also very much aware of like the teams around us and like how good they are and how much they're gunning for us. Yeah. So it does make me feel a little bit underdog. Yeah. Totally. Especially in that single elimination. Yeah. Yeah. Anything Ooh. happens. <laughs> yeah. Speaking yeah. of that, I mean, you thought Perry was stressed at the Stetson match? <laughs> I remember telling you a story of Tim Brewster. Yeah. Like, I, I, I love airport. that story. Yeah, I love that poor story. kid, I didn't think we were going to make it. <laughs> He's oh my God, best. Tim. He's so the like, best. Man, we got to get on this plane. He's like, Travi, I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Yeah, so Jaden specifically loves loves to have those situations. Do I? I think, do yeah, I love I it? think it just comes no. to you. It always like timing wise, it's a it always goes to Jaden on like yeah, like even on, when she was with Rydog. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's yeah. unfortunately I got put with it, and so I've dealt with it. <laughs> yeah. but, but maybe this last year is gonna be different. Yeah. I'm gonna pass the yeah. thing to someone pass else. The baton. Pass the baton. Just straight yeah. sweeps all year. My yeah. time is over. Yeah. <laughs> like put the pressure on someone else. I think <laughs> gray hairs. Yeah. Either Jaden finds the clutch situations or they find her, but you've thrived in them. <laughs> she does. You know, I try. I try. <laughs> was last year the first year that it was single limb all the way through? Yeah. How'd you how'd you like that switch? Was it different you know, at all? Because obviously you always wanna every match you're trying to win. Yeah. But it's a little different when you don't have that cushion. It's yeah, yeah it's it's really different. It, it is very different. It's it's really good though for throughout season of like you change your mindset yeah. to where like sometimes in season like a couple of years ago we would be it, it, we would be okay with a loss and it would mm -hmm. be like okay that's a great learning lesson but then you kind of got to think to yourself like that's not gonna like that's not a learning lesson at ncaa's anymore like that's your season yeah. yeah so it's been a good switch um i think that it we thrive pretty well under pressure i don't think that i think that's just something that we learn a lot we do a lot of sports psychology and we do a lot of um learning from like about mentality so mm -hmm. i don't know we always give good pep talks too lex gives really good pep talks she does give a really good pep talks fire me up lex, yeah, lex. <laughs> she's really good at yeah. the pregame huddle there there was the most legendary that i will never forget pep talk of my life was last ncaa's and 
we it was in the finals and we were down 2-0 and oh, yeah. we did not expect to go down 2-0 <laughs> with those two teams yeah. and so and i don't know it just felt like weird energy for a second it, it felt yeah. like we we were you could tell we were stressed and so lexi kind of pulled us all into one spot and the one three fives yeah and it was like i mean I, I i blacked out i mean it was just the best speech ever and i think that that truly me and jaden that we were insane yeah. like we went thanks, lights guys. out like yeah. there was no yeah. there's nothing like a lexi dunenberg speech yeah thanks so. <laughs> mm-hmm. totally i gotta hear one of these one of these days no you, you will you, you probably <laughs> will you, yeah. will. you definitely you listen will. closely the on the sidelines <laughs> yeah. you get the mic yeah. mic this girl up <laughs> yeah, seriously. you're in for a treat <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, Travis, you just got to come to Gulf Shores. And, yeah. yeah. See if we can make that happen. We should. Yeah, yeah, fun. You should. Freedom <laughs> down. Oh, my God. Like yeah. a media. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. A, a best so that you can come yeah. to the With the microphone, yeah. like at all times. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Maybe. You this should. is a good brainstorming you session. Should. I appreciate Wait, book that. your tickets now. Because mm-hmm. Gulf Shores was where I played the first open tournament I ever played. Really? I love that place. Well, it's historical yeah. as well. Yeah, I used then. to live like an hour down the road from there. Gosh. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wait, I Middle of that. nowhere. Yeah. 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 Like just on the um, the Florida-Alabama line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. beautiful place. To come back then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just go, go sit up so, and hang out. Yeah. You know, enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Sit back, relax. Yeah, we'll you just sneak, sneak a little mic oh, on yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> well, ladies, thank you so much for coming back on. Of course, appreciate the UCLA yeah. Big Three here. Thank you. Um, do we have any NIL sponsors or anyone to shout out? I'm uh, Sunshine Supplements. Is that what you're? Who you're with, Dev? Sunshine or something? <laughs> nope. So, I, pl- I played for Sunshine Bob. <laughs> company reached out and they're like, hey, uh, we work at Devin Newberry. We saw you had her on the podcast. And they literally sent me stuff. <laughs> not kidding. That's so nice of uh, I want to say it was like Sunshine something or Sun Food oh, or something like that. Was it the club? When I get back, no. I'll send you, yeah, a, this I'll is send you a picture. I, yeah, yeah, no, I'm going to need to see it. I'll put it in our group chat. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we can get something going. <laughs> oh, no. That's so, so funny. Any other NIL sponsors other than the one that Devin doesn't know she has? No, yeah, no, yeah. shout out to me. Yeah, no, just mom. Hey, mom. <laughs> Cindy. Yeah. Just mom in UCLA. That's all yeah, we need. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Gosh. Where can uh, our listeners follow you guys along? So obviously, what's the UCLA Instagram account? UCLA Beach VB. Okay. Yeah. And then individually? Yeah. Um, Instagram is just Jaden Whitmarsh. I think like TikTok's the same. Just Jaden Whitmarsh straight up. All right. Mm-hmm. Instagram, Dev Newberry. And that's yeah. Yeah, my Instagram is just Lexi Dunnerberg. So mm-hmm. easy yeah. enough. Super creative. easy stuff. <laughs> easy stuff. <laughs> easy stuff. Real yeah. creative. Well, good luck this season. Thank, um, you. Thank you. I'll see you for pep talk in May. Yeah. <laughs> 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 good luck. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you so Absolutely. much, Trav. Anytime. Thank you guys.